There are the ways of men and the ways of God, the paths of sin and the paths of righteousness. There are thy ways and there are my ways. Thine the ways of truth, mine the ways of error. Thine which are good in thine eyes, and mine which are good in mine eyes. Thine which lead to heaven, mine which lead to hell. Wherefore, show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths, lest I mistake mine own ways for thine. Yea, lead me in the truth, and teach me, lest I turn out of thy ways into mine own. This is a quote coming to you from the treasury of David. Now, in this broadcast, we are continuing our new series based on the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. In this podcast, we will use as our main text, the first part of Psalm 25, 4, which says, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Show me thy ways, O Lord. In this prayer, David wanted to know the ways of the Lord so he could walk in his paths and grow in his truth. He wanted to understand God's ways so as to regulate his own conduct aright. Not leaning to his own understanding, not trusting to his own guidance, but always being under the guidance of God. David knew that you can't discern God's ways unless he shows them. So he prays for help. He prays for direction. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Show me the ways you would have me walk towards you. Show me what I am supposed to be doing. Show me how to walk so as to please you. Show me so that I would know more distinctly the path which I should walk. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Now I ask you today, is this your prayer? Like David, are you earnest in knowing the ways of the Lord so you can walk in his paths and grow in his truth? Are you eager to understand God's ways so as to regulate your own conduct aright? We saw in the opening quote that there are two distinct ways, the ways of God and the ways of men. The scriptures tell us that the ways of God are ways of truth and they lead to heaven. On the other hand, the ways of fallen men are the ways of error, lies, and deceit, and they lead to hell. So I ask you, which ways are you walking in today? 
God's ways or the ways of man. Through the Bible had this to say, there are two ways a man can go. He can go God's way or his own way. God gives us a choice. We can walk in the path of our choosing. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. What a glorious thing it is to be able to call out to God and ask him to show us the way we should go. So David prayed, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Now we want to look at a few examples of those who chose their own way. Our first example is found in 1 Samuel 8.5. Here we see that the prophet Samuel's sons did not go God's way as their father Samuel did. They chose to walk in their own way, in the path of sin, turning aside after lucre, taking bribes, being led astray by the love of money, while perverting judgment and stooping to extortion. First Samuel 8, 4-5 tells us, Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us, like all the nations. Here we see that Samuel had two sons. Their names were Joel and Abiah. Joel means Jehovah is God, and Abiah means Jehovah is my father. You can tell by the names that Samuel chose for them that he had great aspirations for his sons. But they chose to walk contrary to their father's ways, which was actually God's ways. And this gave Israel an excuse to ask for a king to judge them so that they could be just like all the other nations. Then we come to our second example, those who chose their own way. And we look at the evil man. In Proverbs 2.13, we see that the evil man does not go in God's ways. He chooses to walk in the ways of darkness, the ways of concealment, evasion, cunning, deceit, shame, and ruin. Proverbs 2.13 tells us to deliver thee from the way of of the evil man, from the man that speaketh froward things, who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Notice that this evil man at one time was walking on the paths of uprightness, but he chose to walk away from that, to walk in the ways of darkness. He chose his own way. This evil man habitually walks in the ways 
of sin, ignorance, and infidelity. He persists in a course of willful ignorance, rejects the light of knowledge, and performs works of darkness. Those who chose their own way. Lastly, we look at the Gentile nations. In Acts 14, 16, we read of the Gentiles, the Gentile nations, that in times past, God suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. They walked in the ways of their own choosing, the false ways, the ways of idolatry and wickedness. They lived as they wished with nothing like the scriptures or the prophets to check them or control them. There are two ways a man can go. He can go God's way or he can go his own way. God gives us a choice. We can walk in the path of our choosing. Now we want to look at two men who made their choice. In 1 Kings 22, 42-43 it says, Jehoshaphat was 30 and 5 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 20 and 5 years in Jerusalem. And he walked in all the ways of Asa his father. He turned not aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. So we see here Jehoshaphat, he walked in the ways of his godly father Asa. He didn't turn aside from it, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. But on the other hand, Second Chronicles 21, 12 through 13 relates how Jehoram chose to walk in his own way rather than the ways of his father Jehoshaphat and Asa, king of Judah. This is what it says. And there came a writing to him from Elijah the prophet, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of David thy father, because thou hast not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat thy father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah, but has walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and has made Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem to go a-whoring. So we, here we see that Jehoram, he didn't walk in the ways of Jehoshaphat, his father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah, but he chose to walk in the ways of the kings of Israel, which were wicked ways. He made that choice. We go to Psalm 81, 11 through 14, and we find here depicted God's desire, God's longing that we would always choose his ways. This is what it says. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up unto their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. 
Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. God longed for to see this. He wanted Israel to listen to him and to walk in his ways. He had great things in store for them, but they wouldn't listen to his voice. They would have none of him. And so God had to give them up to their own heart's lust. So they walked in their own counsels. And not only is this word, uh, was this word for Israel, but this is for the nations of the world today, including America and Canada, Australia, India, Pakistan, South America, Europe. God is saying, Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and that you would have walked in my ways. And many nations right now, especially America, will not listen to God's voice, and they will have none of him. So he has no other choice but to give them up to their own heart's lust. And so they walk in their own counsels. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. Deuteronomy 5, 32-33 tells us that when you walk in God's ways, it goes well for you. You shall observe to do therefore as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you. The reason why things aren't going well for America right now and for many of the nations of the world is because they are not walking in all the ways which the Lord God has commanded. In Deuteronomy 10, 12, we see that it's required of us to walk in his ways. This is what it says. And now, Israel, what does the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul? Just as it was required to fear the Lord, to love him, to serve him, it was also required to walk in all his ways. And then we look at Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 16, and we find that walking in his ways is the source of his blessing. This is what he said. See, I've set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. This is what God is speaking to his church today, that I command you 
to walk in my ways, that you may live and multiply. The reason why many churches are dying, they're dead, is because they're not walking in God's ways. They're walking in the ways of the world. And so as a result, they are dying and shrinking instead of living and multiplying. And God cannot bless them in the land that they are to possess. Why is it that some choose to walk in God's ways and others don't? What makes the difference? Well, we find that answer when we look at the proud man who supposes he knows enough, or the haughty man who has no respect for others, or the person who is willing to believe nothing. These people have a problem walking in God's ways. The proud, the haughty, the unbelieving, they have a problem walking in God's ways. It's only the humble, the teachable, the submissive, the lowly, those willing to learn, those who submit to God's hand and word and are desirous to be directed and governed by him. They are the ones that can be taught by God. Psalm 25, 9 said, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. Who are the meek? Well, they are what I just said. They are the humble, the teachable, the submissive, the lowly, those that are willing to learn, those that submit to God's hand and word, and they're desirous to be directed and governed by him. And to those, he said that he would teach them his way. He would teach them the way in which he would have them to go, the way in which they ought to walk, the right way to live, the right estimate of things, the right value of objects. The preacher's homiletic commentary said this, The ways of God are often dark, mysterious, circuitous, and painful to walk in, but they are safe and lead to peace and happiness. The pride and presumption of man often impel him to shape out a way for himself, and it often terminates in disaster and ruin. The ways of God are always better than our own. It should be our continual anxiety to become acquainted with and walk in them. Now please take note of what was said here. The pride and presumption of man often impel him to shape out a way for himself. They don't want God's ways. The pride, proud don't want God's ways. He wants to, to shape out a way for himself. There are two ways a man can go. He can go God's way or his own way. God gives us a choice. We can walk in the path of our choosing. In Psalm 25, 4, David prayed, 
show me thy ways, O Lord. He wanted to know the ways of the Lord so he could walk in his paths and grow in his truth. I ask you today, is this your prayer? And if not, why not? This should be the constant prayer and sincere desire of every Christian. Perhaps it is your own pride and presumption that's impelling you to shape out a way for yourself contrary to God's way. So I ask you at the close of this message, are you truly a Christian? Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you to stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.